astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. Good morning, Kate. Hi, my name is Kate Wind. I'm your host, and I'm joined with my mom, Mary Swick. Hello again. <laughs> Sorry about that. So today, our topic has to do with feng shui, and we're going to talk about the floors, which is not something that you typically hear you know, a lot of feng shui consultants no. talk about, or especially even when you're reading books or you're seeing memes about feng shui, the floors are rarely mentioned. I like to think, remember, we're doing feng shui plus. Right. We're doing more than what you might find in a typical book right. on, the, on the topic. Or especially what is kind of highlighted from the practice. Yes. Like the red yes. door and the direction of the bed. Right, those things. So when we talk about the floor, the floor represents the, your stability. Yeah. The foundation of which you live. Even predictability because the floor is right supposed to always be there the floor is always supposed to be there absolutely and just to drive that point home the idea is that when you take right the next step you assume that it's going to be the same level surfaced it's going to be the same texture it's going to be the same right so it's that comfort of being able to wake up in the middle of the night and whether it's to get water or to go pee either way that you don't have to turn every light on to see where you're going you know you know the floor is there Predictable. Yeah. predictable. So when we think about stability, foundation, predictability, these are big words, right? Everyone wants these things, right? When you're listening to it, like, oh my gosh, that's what my floors represent. Yeah, You might exactly. think maybe I should start mopping or sweeping while listening to this episode. <laughs> you know, guy, I could tell a whole story that way. When I, when I, can I, can I yeah. want to insert yep. it in yep. here? The idea is when I'm done with a place, and I haven't moved that many times in my life, but when I'm done, I start focusing on the floors. I actually get down on my hands and knees and start scrubbing the floors because I know I need to clean this up and move on. Yeah. And it has worked for me. Well, we tell clients to do that when they're trying to move. Yes. And they can't move or they've had difficulty. Yeah, stuck. Yeah, we say start focusing on the floor. Start taking care of the foundation that you currently have to tell the universe that you're ready for the next foundation. Yes. Oh, my God. That that is such a major principle right right there. So we should never forget about our floors, but we we walk on them. We, you know, we don't. We spill things on them. I mean, they get used a lot. Well, court, yeah, they get <laughs> very heavily used, more than the ceiling. That's, right. That's very <laughs> right. true. Yeah. So we have some fun client stories to share with you um, today. But this was all sparked by a purchase that my mom made over the weekend. And when we went over last night for family dinner, both my parents were just so. <laughs> Um, excited to share their new purchase and to introduce us to two new family members. Do they have a name? But well, yes, you can name okay. them. But ours is just Roomba One and Roomba Two. Right? Yeah. Uh, for the two-story house upstairs and Roomba downstairs. Yeah, Roomba upstairs, Roomba downstairs. Oh my God, we have had. It has been just a spark of inspiration in our life, and I know I'm so far behind the curve, Kate. Well, I, I was going to say I hope everyone knows what a Roomba is, but it's like a circular disc 
yeah that, that, that does sweeps the floor for you exactly okay. yeah and you know i i mean this is 10 i mean my gosh people have had these probably 15 right. years already and i just discovered them and it's like i'm so jazzed about it <laughs> okay okay so if you've got one you already know this drill the first time you set it up and running it of course it starts takes off and of course it immediately goes under the couch, yep. under the bed, goes into all these little nooks and crannies that you that you're kind of chasing it, going, oh my god, oh my god, I got to get ahead of it because there's either stuff that you know underneath there that you need to quickly get out, right? Or it's all of a sudden, and I say chewing, and it doesn't really chew, but you can hear it working, 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 and you know it's it's cornered something or it's it's getting it's around stuck. something, and then you look under and you go, oh my god, there's that you know, that little, that toy that Lincoln left over, you know, mm-hmm. that got kicked under the couch or, you know, we found some, the letter O, we have a whole set <laughs> alphabet and we had been missing O for like two weeks and we found that. And it just was almost like a treasure hunt of the things we found. But the point is, if the floors, the stability, you know, there, there must have been maybe a, uh, you know, a quarter inch of dust maybe under that sofa. It kept going back to the sofa over and over and over and over again right. underneath it. Anyhow, it, it, was, it was fun. So this is coming but, from someone, right, who's studied feng shui for decades, yes, right? You're very yeah, aware of the yes, floors. So it yeah. can happen to the best of oh, us. And you're saying that the Roomba brought, kind this, of highlighted the actually floor. how much stuff we do keep on our floors yeah. without even thinking about it because maybe it's been there for a long time maybe because it's out of sight out of mind yeah right oh absolutely the idea that uh you know a box you set a box you know down yeah and there it is you know six stays. months later the box is still sitting there in the corner or you know doesn't have a purpose yeah so today we're going to talk about some ways to recognize things on the floor in your home and this takes, um, you know, a kind of a different critical eye for you to be in your own home and to recognize these things. So the easier way would be to go out and buy a Roomba. It would be because you would immediately be aware of what's going on yeah. in your floors immediately. Right. right. Even though this is not sponsored by Roomba. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but we'll tell some client stories and maybe this will help you bring even some awareness to issues that you have going on in your home that you didn't know or you didn't even think oh my gosh, the feng shui that might be connected yes. to that. Yes, absolutely. So as we stated kind of with what the Roomba brought to the surface is that we have things sitting all around our home. And some things have great purpose, like where we're sitting right now, a dining room table like with furniture, chairs. Furniture, yes. Furniture, but sometimes there's something heavy or like you said, a box comes in or someone gifts you something and you kind of put it somewhere thinking, I don't know where I'm going to put this yet. Mm-hmm. And then... A month goes by, two months goes by. This is especially, we talk about this all the time around the holidays because like November, December, there's so many extra things coming into the home. Yes. You know, someone gives you a bottle of wine, a thing of cookies, like candles, right? All this stuff. And we're still deciding, are we re-gifting this or? (laughs) (laughs) God, don't be so honest, Kate. (laughs) Okay. So, right. So we want to pay attention to things on our floor. So let's just start with, um. Well, first off, here's a clue. Okay. okay. So if you don't have a room, but here's the second clue. If you have to tell people when they come into your home for the first time, or maybe even the second or third time, oh, watch your step. Oh, yes. Isn't right? It? That's an automatic something's going on. Yes. Yes. And so. and, and 
particularly, of course, it's really natural you think of it around like a step-down room or a step-up room, something like that. But I really encourage uh, clients to do something to signal that. Right, so changing um, the type of flooring. So yes. going from carpet to, so I, that's what we have in this house, right? goes from carpet to uh, wood, which makes right. it a little bit more recognizable. Yes. But other reasons that people might say watch your step is like, what about like a finicky rug? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes rugs that you don't have the, what, what do you call that little mat that you put underneath rugs sometimes to uh, make it stick. Yeah. Stuff. You know, and then, oh, that, that you know, that here you are warning people about a slippery rug. Right. You know, oh, watch, be careful. Well, that's a red flag, isn't it? Yeah. And I think you have a specific client story. You know, it kind of goes into something else. Yeah. But that's no, okay. no. Um, I was in a home and, uh, hallway obviously a family room and then a hallway going down and you could come from the front entry down that same hallway so it's a little bit of an intersection and there was this big oversized rug thrown down kind of cutting across the hallway and the family room so it was it was interestingly placed it didn't make sense and and so of course I actually tripped over it mm-hmm. okay and, and you know and you understand carpet on carpet yeah. Right. Oftentimes the edges of that top carpet roll up and it catches your foot. So I did a little graceful stumble, you know, nothing too bad. And um, then it caused me to think, of course, as a consultant, right, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. You've had it. Yep. It called my eye to it. Of course. More so because yeah. I tripped over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm home. going, oh, what's the story on the rug here? You know, I then came back some story about, you know, oh, there's a big stain underneath this. You know, and again, they had big, big dogs in this house, big stain. And, you know, and I said, oh, well, we know we need to get that cleaned up. I mean, she knew that as well. She cleaned it the best she could. But it led to the question, what was going on Yeah. when this stain appeared? Right. The day that you came home and saw this big mess the dog had made. What was happening? What was going on? And she, you know what? She did not hesitate. She thought you know she dialed back to that week and said oh yeah that was the week my husband signed a deal with somebody it went into a partnership kind of a handshake type of deal she goes I knew this person was shady Mm -hmm. I knew it was bad news and basically she said I knew we were going to get shit on okay and it happened in the home (laughs) it literally happened in the home and it happens in the home the dog's home shitting right while the (laughs) The husband's doing the shady work (laughs) exactly yeah and she said, there's no way out of this. this he, 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 he can't back out of it. So oh, it's interesting that, that the, stain, the stain just covered it up. They just threw the big carpet over it. That they didn't even attempt right. to try to clean it up at home, even not knowing that those two were linked. No, nobody can see it. It's, right. it that is, that's the magic that you do that, that, that I have done in the past yeah. when connecting these dots between people. Right. So Situations. If we, if, if we carry that story out a little bit, right? Oh, so let's say you really, really, really want to get out of that deal. Oh, I would start cleaning that carpet. <laughs> right, or you'd replace the carpet. You might oh. be so desperate, you oh, might even replace, replace the carpet it. because this was a, this was nasty. Yeah, of a stain. Okay. This okay. wasn't something that oh, okay. I could I could get down and wipe out in, in fifteen minutes. Here, let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a Not, professional. To get right, out of this. exactly. Okay, okay. So that's a great example we kind of went into another story about the foundation about something that happened to the the foundation of the home and then linked but go think about in your home do you have any tripping hazards so tripping hazards if you have stairs that lead down into a little room like just one of those one stairs if you can change 
um, the type of flooring between the two or mm-hmm. have something that kind of shows that there is a clear step. You know, now they have those little stick-on lights, you know, that yeah. come on automatically at night, and particularly for, you know, knowing that the light's on or it's going to come on, motion sensors, I guess, you yeah. know, so that people can see better. Yep. And then um, rugs. So make sure if you do have rugs, I understand we, we talk about rugs all the time in feng shui, but make sure that they, either there's a Velcro or there's a rubber type thing in between them so they don't curl up, they don't become a tripping hazard. Right. Very strong. And then let's just talk a little bit more about that clutter thing. Yeah. Right? We'll go back to that. Now, we kind of started with that. But what about the idea of, you know, can you wake up in the middle of the night and walk to the bathroom without turning the lights on? Yeah. Or, you know, challenge yourself further. Can you get out of bed and walk down the hallway into the kitchen? Right. You know, how far can you go? How far can you walk in your home at night comfortably? Right. Without thinking you're gonna yeah step well, especially, on and I know it sounds silly but like I mean I was in a client home and a lot of times when people move they think oh let's have the a feng shui consultant and now yes before I place all this stuff so I don't have to do it twice yes they do which that's okay but it's hard to tell a story because it's a new space and it's all their old their stuff from their last house um so it's my point is it's common to be in people's homes and stuff to be a disarray because they've just moved Oh, yes, yes. But sometimes I have a hard time telling if they just moved or this is just how they live. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's kind of always awkward to say. Yeah, it can be very embarrassing. how long have you lived here? Right. You think they're going to say two months, months. you know, and then they say, it's been two years. Right. Right. So this one client in particular had some boxes kind of lined up down the hallway. Mm-hmm. And the hallways mm-hmm. are pretty narrow. Yeah, generally. As it is, generally, right? right? And so she was kind of still living out of these boxes. And she'd already been in the home multiple years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So again, it's common. It's it's possible that, you know, we oh, uh, I know the bathroom doesn't have enough storage. And once I get the shelves there, then I can empty these oh, out. Oh, God. Right? And it's just like, it's a... What a domino effect of yes. something that we're waiting on yeah. in order to get rid of these boxes. Or once my kids take their stuff, I hear that all the time. Once my kids take that, then, then I, can... I can do this. But it's also excuses too. On oh, some yeah. on some deep level, it's just an excuse saying I don't have to deal with it today. Right. That's true. <laughs> That's true. So what? Uh, do you, I don't know. Could you draw any conclusion as to how this might been affecting the woman? You know, this sense of narrowness or tightness or restriction yeah well it seemed like i mean because you're saying excuses but it seemed like everything in her life had kind of bottlenecked oh when we talked oh, about okay. the, her relationships when we talked about her work so, oh. and i don't have like a great one story to tell from it just because yeah. it was a lot of little stories but it just seemed like everything was just clogged, clogged. and so it was interesting oh, yeah. that she had used one of the smaller walkways in the home right right and then kind of lined it with these boxes and, it, and i mean don't get me wrong it didn't look I mean the boxes were nice boxes (laughs) yes you know like I mean it looked nice but it just it did create when there's two of us trying to walk down the hallway and we're talking about the artwork on the wall and we're talking about whose bedroom is whose Mm -hmm. we were cramped yeah I thought what are these what are these boxes doing right okay but they were on the foundation or the ground you know don't you think that there's something kind of therapeutic sometimes I think people are um, I think they would call it homeopathy okay let's just say they're feeling constricted, restricted. 
they're feeling boxed in by circumstances in life. Right. Not literally about the home, just their job, they're locked in, you know, their relationships. Mm -hmm. And then I think they go about creating restriction in their physical space. Oh, I'll, yeah. Right? Yes. So, I'm in a lot of homes where the way that they've laid out the furniture, uh, it's it's very hard to work around. You have to go through like a really small opening to get to the furniture or mm-hmm. they've put furniture that's covering half of like an entryway. Yes. Right? They, they, they do. They take their lives and they live it out in the home. So, because I think that's the core here. Mm-hmm. Their life is happening out there. Right. They've got a house. They need to live in it. Yep. And they mirror, right? Yes. What the overall temperature of their life is. And they mirror it. So if they have a lot of, they don't have a lot of opportunity, they will create more constricted spaces. Yeah, absolutely. Well, to go with that, because we're talking about floors and foundation. Yes, yes. We talked about this uh, before, I think, on one of our lives that, you know, our furniture, especially if we have carpet. Yes. Sits when we set a piece of furniture on the carpet and it sits there for you know, probably like yes. longer than six months, I'll say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when we go to move it, it's oh. always really hard that first, just to get it that first oh. inch, you yes. know, and I could grunt if you'd like into the <laughs> microphone, but I you won't. Don't have but, to, right? No. <laughs> right. But you're pushing it and it, it's, it's stuck. It's stuck. As our granddaughter would say, it's stuck. It's yeah. stuck. <laughs> right. yeah. I'm stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck. Um, so we think about the foundation and how things in our in our home, if you're feeling stuck in your life, especially if you have carpet, yeah. but this does apply to all types of flooring. Just mm-hmm. simply move the furniture an inch or two inches to get it unstuck. Movement. Movement. Movement is life. Life is movement. Yeah. You know, as a kind of a personal note, yeah. gotta, you know, my mother was a stickler for those little indents in the carpet. Oh, yeah. Every Friday she vacuumed. Okay. And then, you know, we moved the furniture. Okay. But she wanted, and I, of course, when I moved the furniture back, I wanted it not to be in that. I, I thought we should give that spot a break. In my okay. child's head, okay. oh, we better give that spot a break. Let's push the furniture over an inch. And, oh, my gosh, my mom would just come <laughs> unglued and come back. and No, no, it's got to go in that That's hole in the carpet. Okay. And it really represented, I had an extremely stable childhood. Oh, predictable. Yeah. Very predictable. Very predictable. Everything on sked. Everybody staying on sked at all times. Okay. Um, and yeah. it, okay, but it, it really, I could see it in the way the furniture was placed. Absolutely, that's a great example about <laughs> reinforcing the foundation or the security in our lives with yeah. having um, a very secure <laughs> those, template those... <laughs> on the ground where everything belongs. Uh, what, yeah, pinpoint system. What is it? Little, those dimples. Little yeah. carpet dimples. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the carpet dimples held our life together, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. But, you know, but there was just an example of it, of, uh, of uh, how that can work. Okay. But it's really a bigger thing. It's a bigger topic. You right. could laugh and talk about, oh, my God, they're talking about, you know, dimples in the carpet. <laughs> but... It really is well, what's going on in your stuck. life. If you're <laughs> yeah. feeling stuck, I do encourage you to try make a new dimple yeah. in that carpet. So let's talk about one other thing that has to do with flooring that might be a little bit controversial. And I know your Roomba brought this up. Mm-hmm. But what about storage underneath the <sighs> beds oh. and 
big pieces of furniture. So it's just like, oh, it's just artwork that we're not using. So I've just neatly slid it underneath the bed or I've neatly slid it underneath the couch. No, I'm reeling from that this morning. That's why I was a few minutes late showing up because I had two Roombas going on, (laughs) you know, and the one is the first time. It's the maiden voyage on the upstairs. (laughs) So I was having to go around, pick things up. Now they're all sitting on top of a bed, some you know, in the house and right. in the shower, you know, yeah, and until I get back home. But so the classic I, feng shui, right, would say that nothing it affects under the bed. nothing under the bed because it affects the way that you sleep. Yes, right. The idea of like clutter under the bed and that we should have just clear energy, like or a clear pathway under the bed for energy to to run underneath the bed to right. create that movement. And you know, we need to do a whole segment on that. We will, because yeah. I have tons of personal stories as well. It's, it was life-changing for us. It okay. was life-changing for us, addressing what's under the bed. Yeah. But what I've, over time, you know, I'm the master bed, I'm pretty sensitive about what goes under the bed there, if anything. Right. Right. But the guest, guest rooms, beds, I'm thinking like, <laughs> wow, those are free game. Let's, <laughs> look at all this room. <laughs> yeah, look at all this extra space. I'm thinking, oh, no one's there. Yeah. But... The, but did the Roomba change your? Oh, this, of course, it's embarrassed me. It embarrassed me. I got rugs, you know. I mean, just miscellaneous stuff that you just don't know what to do with in the moment. Right. Well, Where I, should we put it? Absolutely. And I think that's what I wanted to point out is, you know, sometimes when we don't know what we want to do with something, we're not ready to part with it yet. We will put it in a space or closet so it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, we and put it to sleep. We put it to sleep. And that's what I tell clients all the time because clients will be like, oh, I, I just purged a year ago or six mm-hmm. months ago. And I said, well, I I, cosh, I I encourage you to continue to do this cycle because every six months or so, you might find something that you weren't okay with giving away last time. You oh, weren't yeah. ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now you're ready this time. Yeah. So the idea of if when we're talking about floors and foundation today, because maybe you listen to the entire podcast and you're looking around your house and you're thinking, I'm 100%. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. If you're so confident, go yeah. buy a room by this afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but things like addressing, okay, what's under the bed, we do encourage you with this with this podcast aid, pull out what you have stored underneath the bed. And maybe there's a few things that oh. now you can donate. Maybe oh. now you have a girlfriend or a friend that you know, oh my gosh, they just had a baby. They could take this. Right. Um or, and maybe, you know, you have new areas of the house that have opened up that would be a better place to store this so you can actually use it. Yes, right. <laughs> so just to kind of recap everything together, the, the homes, I'm sorry, the, the floors. Okay, yes, the floors. <laughs> of the home are the stability, the predictability, our foundation, our security. Right. So use this week to address what is going on on the floors, whether it's tripping hazards, whether it's stains, whether it's unnecessary storage dust balls you know yes and set the intention when you're doing this about either maybe you're looking to create a new foundation right now Mm -hmm. especially with everything going on with covid right you might be thinking yeah (laughs) fortify we're all looking for stability right yeah particularly so many of us have been thrown out of our rhythms Right, that would definitely play into the predictability. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you just need something a little bit more stable right now. You know, I've kind right. of had fun, you know, with the ups and downs, but now I'm I'm kind of done with that. Right. And address what is going on on the floor. And we just named a few things. Say, you know, stains yeah. from animals, uh, rugs, but it could be tripping hazards with cords. You or know, restriction, seen, yeah. Or restrictions where there's tight 
we see it a lot in the garages with yeah. you know but we we'll do a whole section on those garages there's tons of topics there but any areas that you have to squeeze by to get through you know i've seen people do that not just in the garages but in the homes so oh i have too absolutely so yeah pay particular attention to those things this week um and again set the intentions of just creating a more predictable stable life perfect awesome well thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast and we look forward to talking to you next week take care thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast if you like what you heard make sure to subscribe so you get all of our notifications and to book an astrology or feng shui appointment you can find us at www.thekatewind.com or www.maryswick.com also make sure to tune in to my facebook or instagram for my weekly horoscopes you can find me at the underscore kate wind